West Limerick 102. The following is the podcast of County Views. It's broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 1st of June 2022 from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan at Carmel Ryan. As this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Good evening, listeners. And Jason is waving all his hands out to tell me to wake up. That time is up and time is up in the sense that we should be going on air and it is a beautiful Wednesday evening and I'm joined by that very nice lady from S. Keaton and we, the reason we invite her in so often is because she always brings a number of beautiful buns and cakes and apple tart etc. So when you see Cam Ryan coming you know that Pat O'Donovan is after the apple tart. <laughs> Carmen, you're very welcome. Thank you and very much, Pat. Your namesake, I hope he'll be along shortly. Surely. He's probably at the silage or something like that indeed. Something exciting. And the weather is absolutely gorgeous. And long may it last. And Jason is taking all his measurements here for us for the night. And, of course, for the last hour and a half or thereabouts, you will listen to John Harold, Mr. Music Man himself. And, of course, John is a thorough gentleman as well. And I didn't get a chance to go into him tonight because I was a little bit late arriving, so I didn't get a chance to go in and check to know how he was, but he was looking fine through the big glass window. Anyhow, so John, we wish you a peaceful and safe journey between here and your home. And we have a lovely holiday weekend. Somebody's on the wall already, but we push a button now to get that thing up to see what it actually says. And not coming up, is it? Uh, let me pull the wire out of this gadget. Oh, no. Uh, have a lovely holiday weekend, John. Best wishes. Marjorie, that was to John Harrell. So, John, Marjorie is wishing you a lovely, happy holiday weekend, and we'll all join in on that as well. So, and of course, John is on tomorrow morning for the finest of show band music as he does every Thursday morning. I noticed a few more stations in our in our listenership area that they do a special now of late as well on showbands. Carmel, where will we start? <coughs> sure. Johnny Patrick. Depp. Johnny he's, Depp, he's yeah. He's a well-known film star, I understand. He is. And Amber Heard is another one. She's a female. And she put up all kinds of things about him on newspapers and social media, I believe. It was newspaper anyway, I think is the main thing. And he sued her. He did. And listening to it, it was nearly, I felt it was justified. More, not because it was a male-female thing, but because for too long, people have been making allegations on social media. There was, um, she had made another allegation about another man which wasn't very nice. Yeah. And as he said, since she made that allegation, he now has children. His children are hearing about the allegation she made. And I think they probably have more money than sense yeah. to be able to take these cases. But it, it's no harm to stop it. 
on both sides, both male and female, these allegations are being made. They're washing their dirty linen in public and they're making a show of themselves. Yeah. But I'm glad that if it is the truth, I'm glad the truth was seen. And it is a bit of a change for a man to come out it's winning something. hugely, a huge change for a man to come out in that type of a case. Um, like she thought she'd, she could say what she wanted. You're very welcome, Tom, and delighted. We're absolutely delighted to see you as well. Thank you, Pat. Carmen would have been an able, capable lady for the night to keep it going for an hour and a half. But, yes. but no, I, I, I think I think justice was probably served. I've listened to a lot of people that tuned into it all day, every day, and they felt that his win would be justified. Johnny Depp, if you know anything about him, Tom, he was awarded 15 million because of what she said about him. You're joking me. And he was awarded 15 million, Pat, but what has he lost? 15 million. And she was awarded 2 million for what he was supposed to have said about But what has he lost? Well, in all fairness, with all that's going on in the world, to be looking and listening to them, to them lies every day to one another and the carry on of them. And the amount of media and the amount of publicity he got to a great shambles of a fiasco I ever saw in my life. But uh, Tom, we'll hold it at the same time we accept the world is nuts in Dublin airports and all airports. But at the same time, isn't the time that somebody stood up to the way people, you're not into social media, that kind of stuff. But there are some appalling things written up about people, including myself. I've had a, a bit of experience of there in, in the not too distant past. Some people can actually say what they like. But on the other hand, if you say something about other categories of people, you're taken yeah, up no, and, it's, and you can't say a word. But some seem to be able to get away with anything. But you want to be kind of something wrong should to be reading that rubbish every day in the paper and the phone. Well, other people the might be reading it who it's, may have something wrong with them, yeah? It's, it's, yeah. Not, it's not you reading it about yourself. It's other people will read it <coughs> and next thing, to them, that's the truth. But in all fairness, okay, sure. I mean to say, like, isn't that, isn't that unbelievable rubbish? It's total rubbish. You know, but I mean, people I mean, take what they like. You're pretty even talking about them. Oh, that's you know. it. I mean, like, and the kind of them, and the, mo- and the media profile they have, and the amount of publicity that, that they get, and and imagine, like, I mean, the wealth of them as well, you know. But these are ordinary people, Tom. These are ordinary people. They can pick anyone, any person, any walk of life, and they can start putting up posts about them, or the person might put up something that's for the good of people. Yeah. You could make a comment that's for the good of your community or the good of people. And there's people that will rip that asunder and stop any good comments, have actually removed good comments, and they just want want to have the final say in everything. And they say horrible, horrible things. And I've seen it, and I've seen the way a grown man has been bullied lately with this. Yeah, that isn't even on social media. But what could you say about Johnny Depp? And his record, like, and, uh, and a whole lot of what, what, what has materialised in this case and previous cases that he has. Johnny Depp wouldn't be lazy. But look at that's it's after being dragged through the courts yeah. and this is the decision of the courts. I don't agree. I think, you know, if it's the truth, that's good because up to now the woman's word would have been taken as gospel yeah. and you could say nothing. But they're all kind of mad in America. Now. All, but they're mad in England. Look at the yeah. Colleen Rooney case. Yeah. Right. Do you know and Rebecca Varney? Do you know like look people are reading it a worse like on the People, people commenting and reading it, and and, and like and, and the media just profiling it like. But like you don't, you don't even have to read it, Tom. It was there in the nine o'clock news and the six o'clock news. Yeah, it is, yeah, that's right. What are they wearing? Yeah. All this, do you know, it's crazy, crazy. When there's people queuing in Dublin Airport, 
Oh ja, yeah. det er bekymret, at du vil kende det vel. Det vil. Og der stemmer i hvert fald 15 million, 2 million. Og tilbage til back home, then of course, we've had in the past 18 months, in the papers, the last couple of days, three prisoners were released from custody in error, and they had to be rearrested. Yeah, well, there must be terrible confusion, Pat, within the prison service and within the whole lot. I, I actually I believe I was thinking about it last week myself, <laughs> but all the crimes and all the the, the convictions that's happening, you know, and uh, they have, you know, they usually know they'd be in the media, but they're going so vast and so common now that they only the very high-profile ones that begin to, you know, so they have no room. They don't know what they're doing. Sure. They, they, how, many, how often would you be told the story that they're convicted in court, they're taken to prison, they get a cup of tea, they're checked out again because they have no room for them. So, I mean, isn't that, I mean, what's going on? Like, it's a, a revolving door. And, uh, you know, you have serious criminals that can be being released and th- serious criminals, I mean, that run their time and being released before time. And then, uh, that, that whole justice system is in total, is in an awful mess. And the prisons, have, I, I don't know, I, I wouldn't like, the one job I wouldn't like to have at the moment, I wouldn't like to be a prison officer or a guard. You know, because uh, at the moment there is a corporate face of unbelievable behaviour and carry on. Now, another thing that that I find is gone bonkers. That's one little incident, anyway, that uh, they don't seem to be able to manage prisoners to don't know whether they were due to be released or not. And they got all mixed up, and someone was doing a chick letter run to say they were straight and gone, they should be still, still in custody. Uh, I find, and uh, we have reached a stage in Ireland now that we have come to the stage of accepting a lot of things which we would not have considered accepting many moons ago. You can try for a driver's license there. I was at it some time back and it took me nearly 12 months. Now COVID was the latest scape yeah. to throw that in on top of that and all kinds of things. People are waiting, they tell me, six months and some guy, he did he make 150 or just 250 phone calls in one day to the passport office? He didn't even get an answer. Passports. Yeah. There is a link that you can, the, the, the local TDs have some system whereby they're have a, a system where they will answer their messages and you can get a quick one via a politician. And telecoms is another thing. You can be ringing them up and we, we like your call, we appreciate your business so on, but you'll be waiting a long time before they might even answer or get any bit of action whatsoever. Well, actually, Pat, I want to bring up something about here. Come there later on when we get a chance and that a lot of people won't know about. There's a bit of confusion tonight because following Carmen's beautiful apple tart and scones and buns, Jason now is going around taking orders whether it's his tea, coffee or <laughs> something else stronger than Tom. He doesn't show what Tom drinks. Tom is in shock. I'm about to start. Tom is in shock anyway because it's the first night in, in a fight for years and he hasn't got a cup of tea around the place. So things are looking up, Carmen. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm Civil servants anyway, I have a reason to be on to a number of officers. I won't say... I'm, I'm beginning to get cowardly, Tom. I'm losing it a bit. Because if I named the crowd I've been onto, I'll get penalised a lot worse. But no call back. I'll call you back two weeks ago. I ran to another crowd and call you back. Not a call back in the world. They couldn't give one damn about the people anymore. And these are civil servants, believe it or not. All well-paid jobs. As I've often said, I was, I'm standing out in Kerry Kerry in a phone box. And... 
you'll get pneumonia because you'll be sitting in the phone box, Tom, hanging, hanging for a long, long time before you get any answer of any disc clouds anymore. What's your pet like? Press 4, press 5, press 6, I mean, appreciate your call. You can look at my record here in the last couple of years talking about him like. You know, and uh, the 335,000 of them that I think. Is that getting you know, better? I mean, well, well, sure, it, was, it, was, it was never good. But sure, it's a disaster now. When they're working for home, coming into the middle of it, like, should sure, they be tolerated in no country? Should sure, look at the carrying on in the, in the semi states? Look at what's happening above Dublin Airport. You remember there's a board there, and there's a, a, and there's, there's a, a semi state company. You know, I mean, that's like, that's, the, that's been ran over the same way, it's, it's a disaster again. If it happened at a supermarket, the manager would be sacked. But John, uh, he would have caused cancer. All during COVID, if you look at the way the supermarkets manage their crowds and managed everything. But sure, With no training, no staff, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but you see, the point about it, Cameron, is you see that um, these people uh, within the public service, civil servants, you know, and they're anything but civil in most of them anyway, because they're in a privileged position, big pensions, holidays, plenty of time off. They can take a year off to tour the world if they want to and come back to their jobs again. And, uh, you know, I mean, that, there, there appears to be no one in charge, no one is ever... Like, I mean, reprimanded or sacked. No. And the biggest joke of all this, when they called in before this, this, this TDs, the Rockers Committee, uh, the Rockers Committee, uh, like, and and they have no, and all they are doing is kind of a stage, putting on a stage show as well themselves, asking questions that stupid questions that you, you know, instead of the minister saying, look, you're not able to do your job, good luck, and pay them off and get rid of them. The head of the of the department. That'll never happen. But they can't be got rid of Tom, as you know. But they can't be got rid of. Why can't they? Oh yes, of course. If you're incompetent and if you're not. When did you hear one of them been? Well, I know. Sure, that's the point I'm trying to make. I mean, that's the point I'm making, Pat. This is the privilege that they have. You know, I mean, they carry on within that organisation, within the civil service. We start at the beginning, Tom. Yes. And the beginning was on on or about the 24th of May. Yeah. And two weeks prior to that date, there was a new guard station opened in Dublin Airport. There was, yeah. And it was assigned 50 guard D. Correct. Two weeks later, on, on or about Tuesday the 24th of May, a brawl broke out among a number of men. And we referred to it here last week because the... Uh, guard the commissioner when he was asked on television and radio how long did it take the guard to come he didn't know but it transpired it took them 40 minutes to come to do anything about the fighting in Dublin airport where women and children and men included men women and children were absolutely afraid of their life with the, the, the people rolling in, uh, uh, around the floor f- fighting fighting, Pat, fighting just one point there Men, women, and children are afraid of their lives. Watching this and, thing, yeah. And all the yeah, and all the media coverage that was on it, they were sitting with their cameras out and their phones out filming it. If I was, was there, who was people? The people around the oh, around yeah, the yeah, airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was there with a young child, or with anybody, and that happened, I'd move away. Yeah. Do you know you move away from it? There was nobody moving away. They were all had their phones out, 
looking at it. But I suppose they were in the queue, Carmel, and they'd probably spend a couple of hours in the queue when you lost your place <laughs> in the queue. You were a few more hours off the line. You were going. But isn't it, a, isn't it an awful behaviour to carry on doing, you know? And, and, you know, and the way it is, the way it can be all kind of forgotten about in a couple of days, yeah, you know, I yeah, mean, yeah. and uh, that that type of, of, of savagery, like going on at, at your national airport, and they, uh, they are taking platitudes the week before for opening no gala station at yep. 50 yards. When it was questioned, they, it took them three quarters of an hour, I think, for to get there, because the most of them were involved in, uh, in, in the, the feud, the feud and gangs in Queenless that we moved in there in emergency. That's where they were. They, they, yeah. That's where the, the actual that night's, I mean, core of guards were. Where were the actual airport security? Exactly. And as well as that, when they say, because I've questioned this before in a different aspect of it, when they say there's 50 guards there, that's over three or four shifts. What's oh, it over three shifts? Yeah. So you'd be yeah. lucky if there was ten to twelve guards. You would be very in, lucky. In the, you'd, you'd be, be very lucky yeah, if they would. were there. They'd be very privileged to have that many. Yes, there they would because you have to allow for sickness, holidays, yeah, and everything. Because the more, the, I mean, the more guards there, the more layers have you on. No. So, so like, I mean, they'd be, you can imagine yeah. the actual the, the advantage that they have in, but they weren't even there because they weren't they weren't fingerless. Which is would. totally wrong. Like, do you know, an that many people going through? But you see, the point about it is. That when you when you look at the, and it has been and you've often quoted it, Patty. You've looked back at our our agencies here, our semi-state companies that are that are really and truly like what the lifeblood one time of of the economy. You're the sugar company. You're the shipping. You're the Aer Lingus. You're proud you're of why, them. You see, and you had um, and you had. The, you, you, you have with your DSP then as well and your telecom and they were all semi-states now in that you had a, in all those uh, semi-states you had a board of directors like you have a board of directors in Dublin Airport they're semi-states yeah. and I understand from tonight that they have I think is around 50 people there on, on 250,000 a year uh, of salaries and at the top management. Now, can you imagine, like, I mean, a government or a country that, that will condone what's happening in the semi-states? I mean, anyone that, Pat, you remember, it's all you, Carmel, you saw them working. Look at ESP, for instance. They're a semi-state company, and they're, they have, look at the conditions they have. Sure, they're, they're privileged. Every one of them have jobs twice, tw- twice the normal rate all brought in by the unions. The unions closed down, the rest of them, because of work practices, demands of pay, again, no management, and political appointees. The same with the banks. They said, well, this, well, they weren't actually, they're private, but, they're, but they, they were, they were semi-state, they were owned by the state. But where were the board of directors of them? Where were the managers of them? Did they get sacked or jail? They no. didn't, they didn't, they're behind, you know. So, I mean, this is, this is where the country is, right? And this is, and you have no chance when you have, when they can act with impunity. I served on a board of a semi-state, board and a gun. I served on, the, uh, on a, a, a semi-board of that organisation and it is unbelievable the way death ran under the auspices of the Department of Agriculture. I was there with him in the boardroom. So, I mean, and you wouldn't you know believe... You know what you're talking about. Message in here, and I'm stopping Tom in case I lose the messages on my phone. And hello, Pat and Panel, how can the government get away with the carry-on? 
with some sinners in today's availing his hospitality at the Punchestown races by the gambling industry from Willie Ryan. And anyone who wants to ring in there, uh, some people know my own phone number as well as there. My own phone number here, which you can call also, is 87 that is 087-99-77-340. And as I'm self-implied, you f- feel free to ring that number any time, 24 hours a day. I'm not a civil servant, I'm self-implied, so I'll always answer it. Or as Jeff Rom Scanlon would say in his answer machine, I'll be back to you within 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, if you want to come in direct in there to Jason, it is 0696620 or 087 And I really didn't say up Clare or anything or anything or up Limerick for this match on Sunday between Tom now and really having an interview playing with the Clare side of the, the county, the Munster final on Sunday, there'll be a bit of difficulty or will there? Probably not. Back to uh, Willie's message. Hello, Patent Panel. Can, how can the government get away with the carry on with some sinners and today's availing of his hospitality at the Punchstone races and the gambling industry? Willie, they're getting away with all those things for years. Plus, as I said, civil servants of all sorts, they won't answer calls, they won't call you back, and they'll give it a runaround. The runaround, Willie. And I have no doubt about that, and I'd stand over it, and anyone has any more information is available as well. Good man, Pat. Really asked you a question there, and the answer wasn't good man, Pat. I suppose, I suppose it is habit, isn't it? It has been there so long. Their fathers did it before. Their, everyone, it just has gone on and on and on. And how do you stop it? Is it right? Is it wrong? Well, they're breaking the law number one because under the under the actual um, ethics, like they can't. Uh, I mean, they shouldn't be there. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. And and shamefully, that's the devil's like the golf case. You know the same thing. This is a disgrace. And the golf tent, of course. They, well, the yeah. golf tent. Yes, they were shot. that was the. Yeah, it's it's, the it's hard to know how how to how to stop it or how to. But we have the leanest set of the, 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 the rules in regards betting in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Other countries, some countries have it banned completely, uh, but Ireland is literally a free-for-all. And it's, as Tom has pointed out many a night here, it's very, very serious. It's very serious. We don't know about it, but we yeah. do see from time to time young people suicide committed due to debt, plus a lot of financial difficulty because of gambling. It's so easy to do it now all online for, what is for the young generation fact, people. Pat, you're 100% right. It's awful serious, you know. Now, like everything else, the, it's gone, the, the age profile now has dropped amazing. Don't even teenagers are, be, are, are bitten now, you know, in matches and bitten every online in particular. And there is no, there is no like, I mean, control over these companies. They're trying to bring in legislation for the last five years. They can't get it through it all. They can't get it even on the, on the, as it says, on the clock. And uh, now that, that, that they have this uh, regulator and now that they have, that they're looking for to, for to bring in the regulator, you see straight away the gambling industry steps in and says, come on, we have, we, we'll give you a good night out. And the people over there were shocked. Yeah, it's uh, an absolute disgrace, Cameron. You know. it's, it's a total disgrace. Yeah. But like, is it, have we condoned it for so long? Is it like, I enjoy horse racing, so I see nothing wrong with it. Do you know, someone else will enjoy poker. They see nothing wrong with it because they're not in it. They enjoy the game of poker as a game, mm. the same as somebody else might enjoy a game of forty-one or a game of forty-five. Some people love to 
sit down one night a week and play poker. But it's the person that will play for the money is the problem. So do you take it away from everyone? Well, it's not a question of taking it away. It's a question of regulating it. Regulating it. You know, and you see, the the, the point about it is that the the people that actually attended that function, uh, I mean, you see, they were were in breach, no matter what they say, of the lobbying. There's there's lobbying legislation there now. I mean, and whatever, it's there and how, how effective it is. I don't know. I said it's absolutely—it's not effective. But the advertising of of this, the advertising of betting, the advertising—I mean, all day long and all the matches. You know, the betting and the matches. The actual—I I explained last week about the about the about my own experience of 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 people having serious having serious gambling problems and and the amount of money that's been spent that's been gambled on matches. You know, and. It's unreal what's happening out, out there. And now every time you you turn on a radio, there's someone on it that was a gambling addict and he, he's writing a book or something. You know, we have counselling wholesale. We have all the all the I mean the counselling centres are full up of gambling full addicts. Of I mean they have all families. There's a, there's an unbelievable there's no you're not gonna solve the problem. I mean it, it's it's a personal problem as well. There's no, there's no, like, I mean... It is, it's, it's, a, it's an addict, like, it's yes, an addiction. It's an addiction, but there's no one outside in the road, like, with a rope to pull you into the betting offices or online either. But, you see, it's the psychological aspect of it, the pressure and the amount of, the amount of, of damage that has been done. And even if you look at the, any recent surveys, the amount of, of you know, scientifically been compiled, and they're, they're frightening. Hugely. Women as well now have got involved in a big way. All night long, all gambling and all sorts of every everything. See, there, there are so many. There's there's different types even like of addictions. Some people are addicted are addicted to psychic lines, which are costing money. Fortune. You know, there's all these different things. There's people addicted to sex lines. Yeah, most of this. You know. Like the all the same. How do you start? It's, it's yeah. very hard to stop everything. Yeah. That people, as you said, Tom, people have to take personal responsibility. Also, you know, without a doubt, you can't keep, yeah. you can't block everything because people won't. And cop on is very harsh word now for it. But you know what I mean? That we can't stop everything for everybody yeah. because some people can't control themselves yeah well that's I agree with you 100% you know. there that applies to drink as well oh it applies to everything it applies to everything it applies to food it applies to obesity it applies to sitting down here eating but if you li- <laughs> if you listen to any of the, the addiction counsellors like I mean they they tell you that they can't even get I mean the amount of people now that are, that are in addiction centres no. you know and uh, it's frightening but at the same time they shouldn't be allowed to control the airwaves no. There has to be control over them. There has to be some, there has to be definitely like, I mean, uh, 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 like control and management of what's I going on. I feel out. myself, Tom and Carmel and listeners, it's a bit like the way we sober people back in the 60s, 70s and the pub has moved in and everything was promoted into pub. Father Leo Moore, and I think he was the chairman of the, uh, he was the president of the GA up in Mayo. <coughs> And he was promoting non-alcohol, non-alcohol, and the next thing we had Guinness moved in. Then you had the pubs, more than pubs yes. and pubs, and it gradu- and something the same with the betting. It's allowed now, folks. As I said earlier, 
and uh, <coughs> James uh, Holmes in a tea we'd come back because Tom rambled there Tom is inclined to ramble a little bit yeah. he rambled Thank away you. From, he rambled away from Dublin Airport so we rambled back into the case of <laughs> one and a half to 1,400 500 people who missed their flights so we'll come back to that <coughs> excuse me and as Carmel brought in all those nice cakes and buns, we have Jason brought us tea and coffee and all kinds of stuff there tonight. So that takes a little longer to consume, especially <laughs> with the choice that Carmel brought us. So we're going to an ad break, and we wouldn't have all these buns eaten in that period of time. So we're going to give you a special song. And it is Animal Queen singing a very special song indeed for the weekend, the Senate, the weekend, the Senate. And it is Mick Mackey and his men. And sit back, folks, and enjoy and have a cup of tea for yourself while you're listening to us. And we'll be back shortly and hope Carmel's wonderful cakes and candy and apple tarts taste as good as they look, Carmel. So we'll be back to you shortly. <laughs> County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. You are listening to the podcast of County Views as broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 1st of June 2022 from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan, Carmel Ryan. As this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. Due to podcast regulations, we are unable to play that song on this podcast. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Very melodic. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, We have a few messages here now. Hi, Pat. Met a lovely... That was Admiral Queen, of course, I should have said. And Admiral Queen and Mick Mackey and his men. And it took a bit... We played that from because the bank hall... Was it because of the bank hall at the weekend coming up and the monster final between Claire and Lemmick? I was at to give Tom and myself and Jason time to eat all the buns. But And then she come, Carmel comes along. She spoiled it anyway for Tom anyway. <laughs> she, she said that they were on the ins, Tom. <laughs> Co- in cuttings. They were, they were beautiful in cuttings, Tom. I take the, the in cuttings any time. Yeah. Well, well, listen, Pat, I don't want to be interrupting you, but I think for our clear listeners, we went to, would you see there, would, would he have clear my hat my home? Oh, would you go away, for God's sake? Oh, yeah, we've learned listeners. Oh, would you, care? Would you go away, would you? Dedicated listeners. You're it's true to one, of course, here now. You're, yes. show, you're showing your true colours. Well, that's, well no, we want to be fair, and, and you know, we have to make sure to be very biased in the programme, but we want to... Break, to break Tom, you, it's just now because you can't decide. If, that's if, all the song that you're... If I'm playing a clear song, Tom, it'll be a GA song I'd be playing. Well... And that is a beautiful song, though, that song now. Shelley Lynch, Shelley Lynch. Now, Lynch. this machine yep. we have here in front of me. Hi, Pat. Met a lovely lady in a skate and Saturday while I was down there selling tickets. A huge fan of your show, Wednesday nights, and would love you to say hello to her. Her name is May Walsh from Kappa. May indeed, you're not too far away from me in Radkeel, and glad you're keeping well. 
And she wants to know when there's an auction coming up, and we have an ad running here on this station. That we should be, it should be running anywhere, whether it's going out or not, I'm not too sure, but it should be. And that auction is on, on the 11th, and you're not allowed in. You're only allowed to listen for uh, online, these auctions now. There's time, like everything else, times have changed. So everything is online. And uh, Pat, why hasn't the show discussed the case at Dublin Airport, James? We'll discuss that now in a couple of minutes. James, we'll come back into that when I stop talking. Hi, Pat and Tom. Nice to hear ye as I relax in my rose garden enjoying this lovely weather, all excited for the match on Sunday. When... I'll be all dressed up in green and white and I hope Jason put on that bit of magic to help us win. And if we win, I'll give Tom two big extra kisses. <laughs> and if she, if, if Claire loses, she says she'll come down and give me four kisses. No, no. And nice to hear Carmel back, Polly. Good girl, Polly. Good girl, Polly. Now, Polly, and there's another message in here from a lady with a phone number, mobile. Love the show with Pat, Tom, and guest. Listen every week. Enjoy the buns and tart. East Limerick listener. And thank you very much for that one in there to my own phone. And that was on my own phone number. And if you want to text in or call in, my phone is 87 two nines, two sevens. That is nine nine seven seven three four zero. And... I'll call the station here for Jason is 0696600 or 0871669800. And as we've said there, there's a notice running here also about an outing to the Cork Butter Market and Cove and Spike Island on next Saturday. And one of the largest liners in the world is in Cove on next Saturday as well. And there's two seats left on the bus for that one, folks. So anyone who would like to go for a lovely, pleasant outing next Saturday, you can give me a ring on that one. And it's organized by Knockfield the health society and as i said my phone number already is 087-99-77340 now back to pat james holmes in a tay and he says why hasn't the show discussed the case at dublin airport that's james holmes now carmel 1400 people sorry yeah 1000 for 114 000 people <laughs> 114,000 people imagine. Just imagine it. Travelling through Dublin Airport last Saturday and they didn't get the flight and they were waiting six and eight hours before they were told, sorry, the plane is gone. So there you have children crying, you have women crying and you have men and they are gone wild. As Tom Ryan would say, it wouldn't happen in... It's appalling. Well, Absolutely. Not, not Country every, gone bunkers. Totally, not everybody can rebook. Not everybody a, has the money there was no in their... There was no sand sorry, there was yeah. no sand camera, they wouldn't run a, a hen house. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> but like, not everybody has the extra seven or eight hundred euro in their account to rebook the flights. It's not that easy, you have to have money. Just enough, to an awful lot of those people, it might be the only two weeks holidays they have in the year. It might be the only time they can go away. They could be recovering from an illness. They could be going to a wedding. They could be going to a funeral. It's not all holidays. I swear to God, lads, I would just go ape. I was nearly going ape watching. Not in mind if I was there. It's so disheartening and so silly. And I don't know why. Tenerife can't be from Shannon and someplace else from Cork. And do you know, there's no place that far away now that people can't get to. Dublin isn't the centre of the universe. Everybody seems to want to go from Dublin. Can't understand it. Well, the point about it is that um, 
you know, everything you said, Carmel is 100%. But for the last week, I've never had so many uh, experts like talking about holidays and talking about how, how to manage situations and the whole lot. And this has been well has, has been well documented for the last, you know, due to the COVID, they let go of their staff. Why? Because they wanted to increase their profits. And you see, being a semi-state company and looking at it at at the real at at the actual way I look at it is that um, a semi state company like Dublin Airport is supp- supplemented and are supposed to turn over a profit. This is to the exchequer. So therefore what do they do? In order to increase their I mean their figures and their return, they give out redundancy packages to their security staff. And uh, they all took it to the very generous one, I understand. And uh, then when the condition was, they couldn't be reemployed. So, I mean, as regards looking down the road at management, they, they didn't appear to come into the equation at all. I also uh, was aware that during the week that they have huge, uh, that they're managing airports in Saudi Arabia. And I sincerely hope that the same thing doesn't happen there for their own sake, because if they do, they'll never get see the later day. You know, and can, can you imagine? Can you imagine the, the audacity and the cheek of them, and the, the chief executive? Like I thought, he's from. He's not Irish anyway. I think that really wouldn't make any difference if he was doing his job. He was over in uh, was it? He was in Dubai. In Dubai, lovely place. I'd yeah. love to. I'd love to be able to go there myself. They're all going to Dubai. They're all the all the. He was going the, to a conference. Conference. I tell yeah. that. I take that note with a. Salt, but he had to come back again. What he, what? So you can imagine the input that these officials and these CEOs and general managers. I suppose he'd be near enough to half a million a year. If he, like you, you in, know, in this day and age, surely be regarded with the databases they have, they could they could know how many people were going through the airport at the weekend. Uh, should they should know? They should know. Should if, know. if everybody should know. is doing their job, yeah. they should be able to see straight away, we've that many coming on Saturday, we've this many coming Sunday, yeah. Monday isn't as bad, Tuesday we've less, yeah. let's put our staff in as yeah. we need to. Well, there are experts now on how to manage an airport, even even the, the TDs and the Dahl today, you think they, were, they actually had airports at home themselves, where they were, where they were talking. All nonsense. All the, the whole thing is due to incompetence. Total incompetence. And lack of concern, and lack of concern for their job, for the public, and for the government. That's a point. Yep. And remember, like, there's a board on that. I'd like to know who the board, there isn't one word about it. The board that are there to, to direct, what are they to, they're all hyped in by the, I mean by the ministers and by the government as well. Out of accountancy firms and solicitors firms and, and every kind of a retired individual in the country that has already been pensioned, they're all getting paid. Oh, well. Every one of them. And, and what input have they done more about him? They have, they're crucifying the, the, I mean the CEO and rightly so, he, but he'd leave him in September, he's gone anyway. You know, like if if you if you look at it, say the soccer match in Paris last weekend as well, where the people didn't get in. Like, if if it happened, if what happened in Dublin Airport happened at a GA match, there would be uproar. Everyone would be wrong. Heads would roll. But yet, people who have paid huge money to go on a holiday, they're stopped going like by total incompetence. But in saying that as well, Carmel, I mean, Toy have have actually doing the same to, to a different airline in England. Oh, they have, they have. They have rang people the night before and said, you can't go and have this, yeah. your flight is cancelled. Yeah, and they've cancelled 
return well, flights. At least they had to go to the airport. Yeah, it exactly. It was a translation in that. Yeah. But, you know, but there's one thing that I'm kind of thinking about as well, and it will kind of throw things around in my head during the day. And one aspect of it is how badly up the country is, how many people are there that they're going to food banks. They were this morning, you'd nearly cry, listen to, you think there was no one getting social welfare in Ireland, like, to listen to the, the St. Vincent, not St. Vincent, but um, the, 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 the agency that was on this morning. And uh, they were saying, on, on one instance, people have no have nothing. They have they can't enough they can't buy food, and the other instance, people are, are living in the country in their thousands and hundreds of thousands. They can't get over fast enough. So I mean, it's like there's a contradiction there as, as well. Is there not an element uh, again? I keep referring back. I'm sure people will be sick and listen to me going back. But there was a time when people took pride in what they were doing, and there was a standard. And if they were to do something and meet deadlines. They did it and they stayed over to do it. But people don't seem to give much of a care one way or the other now. Like. Well, they don't, Pat, you see, because why, why is that the case? It's across the board. It is across the board. And, you, and rightly so. You have your own example board. inside with your pollution but, job. But sure, come here, my Ignored, like. I was listening this morning to um, to the head of, this, of the EPA and uh, on, the, on Morning Island. And I'll tell you something, I said to myself, it's, you know, it was unbelievable, like her. I mean, that's a lady that didn't even reply to a letter that was sent to her, you know. But they'll all reply to me, I, I guarantee her that, and her, her, her cohorts in the IDEA and in Limerick City and County Council as well. You needn't go to Dublin, anywhere. We'll hear her back door. We have elected representatives who have no say, and we have them in the county council, and we have them in the, in the actual doll. And they're just, they come out now today, and they made a big speech, and they would do this and do that. But overall, if you look at their, their input into anything for the year, is only like rolling and shouting and trying to get a few minutes up, like an air. Yeah. I have a situation, Carmel, with naked industrial pollution flown in by all the industrial station Raheen. I can imagine. It's unbelievable. And the Limerick County Council, the IDA, the EPA for the moment, all in collusion to say that, 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 that this isn't happening. It's unbelievable. The poison that's coming out of that state and no one will even do anything about it. Our county council, we've just two county councils like, I mean, Sharon Vincent and Sean Hartigan. They're the only two county councillors that have taken up this and challenged it. The rest of them are only ducking and diving and hiding and trying to get favour for themselves. Do, do, would you ever think, Tom, that there's too many organisations that you have to deal with so many different people for something like the pollution? No. You, I, shouldn't it be just that you deal with one one organisation and they do their job. Well, Carmel, what you said there is the right thing. If any, I don't mind what organisations are there once they're doing their job. Yes. Because what, what they are is they are responsible for the... An answerable. An answerable. But, but these outfits in the IDA and the Limerick City and County Council and, and their officials, their top officials, are answerable to nobody. And to make it... And to make the, really the situation, Carmel, these individuals, and they, they were stood in my yard... And for two hours, the, every week you'll see a case in the paper where they're crucifying and taking a man, a farmer, 
that's in that all a septic yep. tank that goes into something up to court, having them fined, and if they don't pay, having them have them sentenced to take a, 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 like a jail sentence. They have the audacity and the cheek and the neck to go, go into a court and to go up in a stand and swear, and at the same time they can allow the idea and their and their cohorts in Raheen to poison the country, the whole place. But this is that's the anomaly, like Tama, and there's too many, like. It's like you'll, you will have seen, the same as I would, in organisations, somebody's term is up, so they have to move on. So there's a new position made for that person. And that's the way it happens in all these organisations. It's exactly the same people just moving around, musical chairs. Joe, nobody gets moved on altogether. Yeah. It's that's how it goes, lads chairs. and ladies and listeners, young and old. If they're in, they're in, and it's hard to shift them out of it, and they'll make jobs from the same in politics. Jobs for guys. And the women now, this even to make it worse, so, <clears throat> so only the boys want them, but now yep. there's more jobs, because the ladies have to get jobs as well. But see, I, don't so we'll I don't agree with go that. Go to an ad break, and we'll be back to you shortly. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. You are listening to the podcast of County Views. It's broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 1st of June 2022 from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan, Carmel Ryan. As this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, TOD. Welcome back, listeners. And Tom is looking for a clear song there to balance the Limerick one. Mick is in. Tom is looking for a very fine, clear song indeed. And Claire, my heart, my home, and actually now that we, as Tom mentioned that, we send our deepest sympathy on behalf of all of us here on the radio station to Michael Collins and Timmy Collins on the death of their mother, Peggy, who was passed away in the past. Oh, yeah, he likes to be associated with that past, yeah, you know, yeah. another member of the Kilfenora, um, and Tim, you know, is, a great yeah. composer and... Which of course that wrote that song. He, he wrote, oh, shut his masterpiece. Yeah, my heart, my yeah. home. Yeah. And Jerry Lynch, the, the rest in peace yeah. as well. Jerry, the fabulous uh, job on it from the actual from the Kilfenora. Martin from Quilty called as a chairman. I want Claire to win. So Martin from Quilty, especially for you. It's a very fine Claire song written by a Kerry man, uh, Brian McMahon, and it's about my own native hometown of Tulla, and he was considered one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time. Immediately. And indeed, I was reading a piece from uh, 1964, the Gaelic paper magazine today. And it referred to the famous 1932 All-Ireland Final where Clare lost by a pint to Kilkenny. And of course, we remember as Clare people, 
1995 when Clare beat Limerick after waiting 80 years so it's not too bad to win a match or for Limerick to win a match because they're fairly used to but for the people at Clare who were waiting for 80 years to win it looked like it would never happen that was 1995 but we'll go back to 1932 to the famous Tullyman and of course there was quite a controversy about his time in hurling as well but he was a doctor a wonderful wonderful man and I know his family very very well Dr Tommy Daly and here goes to all clear people listening which we have many indeed listening here on the Wednesday night so we wish Claire well and we wish Limerick well as well of course as I'm here in the heart of Limerick people and let the best team win Due to podcast regulations we are unable to play that song on this podcast County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors Limerick and Newcastle West For all your legal requirements phone 061 314 948 Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors TOD.ie That is two fine uh, holding songs anywhere and you had Mick Mackey and uh, Lament for Dr. Tommy Daly and uh, Martin from Quilty came back in there and he said as a chairman I want Claire to win and then he said to Mick Mackey is a lovely song I would be prepared to stand barefoot on broken glass to hear it. As I said, two fine songs indeed. And can the panel discuss the statement by Michal Martin that a citizens' assembly should be convened to discuss Irish neutrality and the Limerick mayor election? Sean O'Dee Kappa. Uh, Michal Martin, citizens' assembly to discuss Irish neutrality. Are we a neutral country, Tom? Well, we are on, on paper. We are supposed to be neutral anyway, but sure, we're not neutral. You know, I I don't agree that it, that we should be neutral. But I I read that at the weekend there, where they're um, talking about uh, getting this assembly to uh, discuss this and to make a recommendation. Well, I'd be completely opposed Pat, to any citizens' assembly at all. We have we have one assembly that we elect our people to, and that's the and that's the Alien. And if they can't, if they can't stand up and be counted and make a decision above the themselves, I don't see. You know, this is a kind of another lame excuse. It reminds me of the tribunals, of the commissions, of this and these committees that are bombed the doll. They have no power, and there's no one, and there is no one to be sanctioned by their decision. So a citizens' assembly to me is not on in any in any factor. Let it be the mayor of Limerick or the mayor of Dublin. They also were uh, talking about it. They want the recommendations for the, for to have an elected mayor in the over the actual councils in Dublin. There's four or five of them there, I think. You know, and there's also to be discussed there. And I'd be to- totally and completely opposed to any citizen assembly because number one, it's made up of of uh, a set up set up out of the doll, I think, and 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 then there's so many private people who won't be private at all, who are all handpicked as well. And in other words, if we want anything, we elect a government, we elect the doll. That, that their job is to legislate, and their job is to rule, and that's what's wrong in the country. Talking and diving and not taking responsibility no. by our ministers and by our TDs. Carmen, before I moved here, I should have said there, as I said, it was remiss of me, that song, Dr. Tommy Daly, it, the singer in that case was, we believe, anyway, Tom Ryan and I, 
Sportsman of Music and it was Martin Vaughan of the famous Tully Kelly Band that will be recorded back in the 60s or maybe the early 70s. Martin, I think, spent sometimes a traffic warden in his good days, young days in the Hinch and in the St- Diamond or those, those areas around there. Now we wish them all well indeed. Carmel, yes, back to <coughs> Citizens Assembly. Like, we're supposedly a neutral country. I do think we're inclined to jump headlong into things, whatever. We go with the, the cusp of the wave nearly, and we think later. I think any kind of a decision like that can't be rushed into. I think every, every segment of it has to be examined. Everything we do, we need to ensure it's for the proper reasons. It can't be done just because of one do you know, I have the great sympathy for the Ukrainians and everything else, but we can't jump and change everything because of one because there are wars and there is need all over the world. Well, planning again, Carmel. We have the highest number ever, I believe, at this stage of homeless in Ireland. We have. There isn't a house to be got, like. There isn't. But there is an actual fact. A lot of houses to be got. They're boarded up. Because I have sold houses over the years, and they're still locked up. Yeah. And, and fine houses, well yeah. furnished, in good condition. You see, Pat, And there are many of them kind of houses around the countryside. In our and day. Many, but they're licked as well. They're not just lying there also. In our day, <coughs> you would have gone into any house. It didn't have to have solar panels. In a lot of cases, it didn't have a bathroom. You made do until you got what you could afford. And I do but think the, there are some the, people... The that generation of the day are special people, not like you and I and Tom Ryan in our day. Not, not all of them now. They have demands. That you know, um, not all of them. I think, you know, there, there's, we kind of think they're, they're all used to that kind of thing. But not all of them are. But, like, we have to... We can't all have everything. Do you know... We can't, and I do think there are some people on the housing list who would take a derelict house. And I know a couple of people would be willing to take a derelict house, have it rent-free for six months and make it habitable, clean it. You know, like, lots of them are filthy, dirty, everything. But I know to put a roof over my children's head, I'd have gone on my hands and knees. I understand, Tom, some councils there some time ago that they didn't even know how many houses they had in there. Well, in our land bank, as it would be saying, houses. But this goes back, Pat, to what you opened the programme with, like, I mean, the incompetence of our, of our officials at county yeah. and city level, they reportedly there's around 500 houses that are there, uh, vacant, we call it. Yeah. Now, I, I don't want to say I'm going to to bad accommodation but I mean but a lot of this accommodation a lot of those houses have been lit to see a rate and Pat as an auctioneer can, can confirm that so I mean the point the point is you see is why is that happening we hear about homeless I don't want to see anyone homeless no, no I, I mean and, and I'd have a lot of concern for people in that area but it's due to incompetence and the work ethic of our officials and the governance of the people that we elect to send into our council's representatives. They, what are they doing about it? They'll, they'll tell you that, I mean, the only one that can, that'll come in here is Jerome to give any account of what's happening. The rest of them aren't there. But they'll be all there when they're to be re-elected. And if they're re-elected, they'll be. But I, I really and truly, Tom, I don't think even the elected representatives are getting the truth. Because they're there anywhere, Carmen, it's their business to yes. get it. But now, it, we must go to an ad break. We'll back to you shortly. 
County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061 314 948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. You are listening to the podcast of County Views. It's broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 1st of June 2022 from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan, Carmel Ryan. As this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061 314 948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, TOD. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Uh, back along the line, there's some lady rang up and she said, you never read out my message. And I get this ticking machine to move. Ida uh, Hessian called Micmac. is a lovely song. It is indeed, Ida. When I was going to school... I sang the song, the Limerick Hurlers, and got a prize for it. And well deserved, indeed, either it was. And Martin from Kelty, we covered him, we covered him, we covered him. Now there's a number of other things. Petrol, diesel is gone bonkers. It's gone over to, and I notice now in some cases, petrol used to be. 10 dearer, cheaper, the diesel went dearer by 10, which would just be the other way around, but now it's come back around again, and I see that it's up and down and everywhere, but from all the radio programs that I listen to, a lot of foreign ones, folks, it's on the way up, it's on the way up, so care and caution, winter is coming in, so it might be safer to have your tanks fairly filled up or, or your supply of heating, turf or timber, whatever, because all the indications at this point in time is going to be a little bit severe and costly winter coming up. Uh, 600 Gardee trained on gathering intelligence on local crime gangs. Cab is watching you watching me, watching all of us so this is anyway Donegal there's 48 are watching Sligo Leitrim is 14 Mayo 5, Cavan Monaghan is 56, Lout 58 Roscommon Longford 66, Westmeath Meath 85 these are gangs or whatever it may be individuals that Caber have an eye on Galway 37, Lee Shoffley 47, Kildare 68 Wicklow 42, Clare Tipperary 65 and Kilkenny Carla 48, Wexford 42, Kerry 36, Cork West, Cork North, Cork City. They have about 70 between them all. Waterford 23. I didn't call out Limerick because, would you believe it, out of all those called, there was 48, there was 56, there was 66, Roscommon, Longford 85, Westmead 68, Kildare 65, Clare and Tipperary together, and Limerick 134. Yep. Now, is Limerick that bad? Tom, by the sound, now Dublin, of course, is something else. Limerick is the third highest. Dublin, Metropolitan North is 142, <laughs> Metropolitan Region South is 177, and Dublin West, 284 gangs that are watching, breakdown by Gardine. 
So we become almost a lawless society, it would seem. We had nothing like that many, many moons ago. I was talking to a former guard today, and he said, what did they expect? They closed down every guard station in rural Ireland, and there's drug dealing going on literally in every rural village throughout Ireland at the present time, so he says believed to be the case and we have also large amounts being detected there across different counties there in the past on a, on a weekly basis almost indeed the county themselves are pulling it up by a million so after catching that much obviously there's a huge amount of flying around Carmen, Limerick at 134 is um, strange it, it's strange, but would you kind of expect it? Like, we've always been nearly on a par with Dublin. We've never been far behind them, you know, in all sorts of dealings like that. But Cork City, Carmel, and I, I'm sure the population is probably t- is it twice the size of Limerick, maybe more or less. Yep. 36 and 20 is 56 and 10 is 66. So about 66 in Cork City, yep. Northwest and Cork City. That's three Cork divisions put together. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, actually, because this Cork West would be West Cork. Yes. This Cork North and Cork City. Yep. Cork City is 36. So anyway, it is still Cork compared to all of Limerick. So I suppose it's only 60. So Limerick is more than double. I would think that they're <coughs> maybe not concentrating on the city in Limerick as much. They're probably spreading out maybe a bit. There seems to be a lot of things happening over the Cork and Lish side now. In East Limerick, there seems to be a lot of raids, a lot of things happening there. Um, I do think how can this be I'd like to hear you say no 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 I just said it no 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 it is fairly spread out but at that side you know over that side it's um, there seems to be raids so obviously there is somebody one of these 600 people that are trained have spotted something there it might be the raid may take place in a place in a place that there isn't that kind of behaviour going on it may just lead them to a place you know, 1,777 persons have been watched, so to speak, upon yep. the 14th, currently before the courts, 214. And, uh, Tom, these cases, you know, we've had the cars being pulled in and all kinds of things over the years. We, and sometimes you don't hear any more about it, or it yeah, takes Pat, years to come to court. I suppose we've discussed it here, Pat, you know, on <coughs> a lot of occasions. And I have a particular view on that, you know, on the cab and... and uh, I know the, the you see the whole the whole issue in our laws is proof you see and uh, everybody is innocent and they're proven guilty in court and uh, they're making a big a big you know thing of this you now these profilers they're 30 years too late Pat I mean you need many profilers for to know who the criminals are and where they're where they're where they're procuring their wealth from it's to be seen by everybody living in the estate and and now in the villages and small towns the county Limerick and Clare and Tipperary it's very evident who they are you wouldn't want to be any you wouldn't want to be a rocket scientist or you wouldn't want to be a senior criminologist for just no. looking at the Limerick leader here yeah. worth more than three million seized in just five months in Limerick yes well yeah. that's what I'm saying Pat now the thing about it is that um, the cab and that you know like the people know who the dealers are. They know who, now. I suppose that you could say then that they're going after the big noises, you know. But a lot of it is a lot of the 
their their work ethic and their 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 working instructions of if you if you have wealth that's kind of unbeholding to your standing, you know. A lot of the, the a lot of these people are have no jobs, they're unemployed and but they're driving big cars and they're going on holidays and they're buying properties and they're buying farms and they're buying houses and everything and you know, I thought that our our banks and our legal people and our auctioneers and all that were liable to uh, were supposed to give details uh, to the revenue of transactions like unbecoming, especially cash transactions. Yes, and you know it's something that I know that, that I often think of as well. It is all about the you know about the cab and about the about the fellas that where do they get their money. What about all our multimillionaires? Where do they get their money? I don't hear anyone talking about them. A lot of them are, are tactics else. And I, I never had the question being asked. And free legally, where, don't forget to throw it in with Yes, it. where they got their money. And in, and in recent issue, one issue of the rich list, one of our famous tax exiles, multi-billionaire, at the end of his, his report where he was what, what did it say? Source of wealth. Unknown. I wonder the cab have any look at him. I mean, look what happened to Bob in Dublin Airport. Look how the, I mean, Dublin Airport. Yeah. What happened all over the place? We said, well, drugs being flown all over Belgium and all over the world yeah. into a private airport up in Dublin. Shut it a joke, like. You see, it's, it's all right to concentrate on the... It's like the army criminals, the, the, you know, the, the small man, the petty criminal and all that. Get him and he, use him in the system. Don't touch the big boys. Don't touch the fellas that, 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 that are like I mean, corrupting the trades, the actual bond markets, the shares, the, the big companies that are, that are the big currency dealers. Don't go near them. They're not criminals at all. They're great people. We can canalize them and take, and take a few pounds from our charity. So there's, there's, an awful, there's an awful thing that, that I'm very puzzled about in this country to hear that. Because I'll tell you, if I got the money... Tom, I'd hate to be your therapist. What? I'd hate to be your therapist. No, well, yeah, of course, yeah. You, you know, but uh, the things like that, I often think I know, about things know, like that, you know. Yeah. I mean, how would you get that kind of money, like? You know, and we you don't save it, like. We, well, no, you wouldn't get a side road, either. No, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't get a by work, later. No. no, so I mean, it's, no, no, no. it's a big area, like, no one talks about it, but it's there, and they pay no tax. That one sure. Maybe maybe it comes from taking risks or something, or being yeah. lucky, or... Oh, maybe tax, you know, I don't know. maybe. No, you, you just... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you see? You, you see two people in the same job, yeah. and one has a nice standard of living, yeah. but the other person can buy a farm and can buy this and no, can have a lot more. Yeah, but with the profile, this profile, yeah. all that, they want to ex- ex- expand, I think, I mean, their, their area of profiling, you know. Oh, yeah. And we might, be able to, we might be able to look at another area that they don't talking about. That's what, I'm, that's the, that's what yeah. I, I actually often think about, and these people yeah. are flying around the world. Buying properties, yeah. willy-nilly, the same as money was only water. And when it goes wrong, it doesn't cripple them. If a deal goes wrong, it doesn't... Oh, that's usually a casualty area, but didn't them. Yeah. You know. Tom, <coughs> we were going back over the, the, this clear match again, I suppose. And you might tell us who you think will win. Or do you want us to buy the paper? Well, Pat, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, Pat. I'm, I'm looking at it... Uh, 
you know, from different angles. And uh, I'm, my, I'm writing about it now in the mail on, on Saturday. <laughs> and we'll see. <laughs> we'll all have to buy it. <laughs> but I, I give Claire a great chance. You know, for this, and Limerick are... are, are great team you know there's no doubt about that they're the best team I suppose yeah. Limerick ever had you know and uh, they've proven that they've proven that in what, they, what they've won in the, everywhere and they're a credit to you know to the county yeah. but like everything else I'd be a hurling man as well yes. and I'd like to see him being challenged that's how it's puzzled me I think Claire are coming you know and some coming people fresh. say Tom I think now I haven't studied it as well but it, it is possible that Claire if they both go through which they will obviously go through winners and losers they could finish up playing each other in Dell Island final is that well true? Pat I wouldn't be up to speed now and um, what could happen down the line yeah, I, but basically the only point was that the, the, the same two yeah. teams can meet three times yeah. in the one year to like the town one day at a time, you know. Yeah. I, I prefer to talk about next year. I mean, yeah. next Sunday's game. And uh, you know, from, from a point of view, I'm looking forward to not to be. Because the last time I think they missed was, I would have very, very bad memories of that, 95. You were there, that oh, was I was. Yeah. And I got it all wrong, Pat, and today I must say, well, it is... It, it, it is uh, it, but that was an exceptional clear team, Tom. Well, it was, but you see, and, the and they went I, on. I, I did you know, like, I mean, we met three times in, in the yeah. championship that time, and it wasn't like, no, there was no draw the following morning, like, and there was no, there was no loser to open, there was no, there, there was no back door, it was ever to the final. So we met three times in, in, in the three years. Claire won one, we won two. Yeah. And you, you know, like I mean, so well, Claire went yeah, on to Claire went on to win the All Ireland in '95. You know, and they, they were a good team. And that the told us, I, I I grieve about that, that and the actual, you know, that 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 match and the All Ireland in '96 as well. I we that 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 worried me as well about the, what happened at the intro part. That worried me yeah. about it. You lost. That worries me. You lost lot of sleep in '96 or about '95. No, I didn't lose any sleep. I never lost sleep over a match, Pat, before or after, because I treat sport, hurling is a sport, and it's a pity that didn't that that has that way now to the business now. You know, but I enjoy that. And but there, then cut us that day, and definitely cut me. I took I took the wrong option, and and, and, and I lived through it. Yes. But you admitted it. Oh, I do, of course. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, because I had a good team. There's no doubt yeah. about that. They were great value on the team that we had. And it, like this team now, unfortunately, like we missed the, the ultimate. But every, when we played it, every match was the final. Because yeah. there was no, there was no draw the following morning. No, 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 there was. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that <laughs> it was, was totally and different. When, and when Charlie Hanley collected me, like to, to take me to the venue to, to, to the matches and went to Tullus, I'll tell you that much. The hair be standing in the back of your neck. Yes, there was your thirsties. And I always thought of no one ever, ever, ever actually kind of regarded that. You know, it was all about winning a final, winning a final. But every match we played was the final. Like, because was of course. They, because there was no second day out. Like, yeah. and we said about a great Am team. I right? I Am I right in thinking of the 97, I remember, uh, that the, the Guinness came in uh, with their, normally you see the Limerick colours and the Clare colours or whatever county teams yes. competing in the Ireland final. Yeah. It was nice to see the colours yeah. on, on the two handles of the cup. Yeah. But on this occasion, when Clare won it after 80 years, it was the Guinness 
collars were tied onto the handles of the McCarthy Cup. Yeah, well, well, Pat, I, I objected that very strongly. Yeah, scandalous. And Dr. McLaughlin, yeah, he did. Oh, McLaughlin oh, was, the man, who was yeah. president of the GA at the yeah, time. Yeah. You know, and we sold our soul actually. Yeah. You know, the GA sold their soul, and they're still selling it. They sold it to Sky as well. Yeah. You know, and and again, it's like everything else. We had no voice to protest our representatives, like the county councils we have, and like the TDs we have. They stood by. And, and I must say, happen. I must say, the drinking culture has gone on and on and up and up. Yeah. Our sincere thanks to Jason, and also sincere thanks to the large number of people who called in tonight, humorous, humorous ones and all. And we thank you all very much. Appreciate and our thanks to Carmel for coming up, and she'll probably be with us again next week in view of the beautiful <laughs> tarts and cakes. <laughs> but we probably have to suffer on maybe Carmel. I'll be under uh, pressure. And also thanks to Tom and Jason, of course, as well. So until next week, folks, take. One o two FM. You've just been listening to the podcast of County Views. It's broadcast on West Limerick one o two FM on the first of June, twenty twenty two, from nine thirty to eleven pm. Carmel Ryan joined Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan for the discussion. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie.